or in This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. In the year 2020, the Great Reset went from a conspiracy theory, a figment in the paranoid imagination of right-wing kooks, to the official proclaimed national policy of the United States of America under President Joe Biden and his climate envoy, John Kerry. Well, today on Viewpoint, we are going to see how not only did that begin, say, in 2017 with regard to COVID, but it also, through COVID, became the catapultic engine to move the Great Reset and the move toward globalism uh, rapidly down the historic track, such that Our guest today says we have become the prey of global predators. You and I have become the prey of global predators. And that COVID-19 and the vaccines and all of that are actually a part of a much, much bigger picture to compel you and me to conform to a new wide-ranging global agenda. Much of the Great Reset originated with the United Nations 41-page pledge titled Transforming Our World, the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development, who we've talked about here so many times on the program. Mr. Obama uh, moved that forward, did everything he could to advance the cause of globalism. We also know that uh, the term Great Reset was coined in a little notice book by Richard Florida called The Great Reset, How the Post-Crash Economy Would Change the Way We Live and Work. That was published in uh, mid-2010, but the phrase was adopted by a fellow by the name of Klaus Schwab that we've talked about so many times here on Viewpoint, who for decades has been working toward an all-encompassing globalist concept of government business partnerships. So, speaking of Klaus Schwab, he popularized the term Great Reset in his book called COVID-19, The Great Reset. COVID-19, The Great Reset. His book appeared in July of 2020 and may have established Schwab as the greatest intellectual in the globalist movement and now as the intellectual backbone of American policy under our current putative president. Schwab has declared that globalism is incompatible with patriotic democracies, with political democracy, and he says that the nation-state is incompatible with the new goal of globalism. So where does COVID-19 and where do the vaccines fit in the panoply of that greater picture such that Our guest today, Dr. Peter Bregan, says we are the prey of global predators. Well, Peter Bregan, MD, is joining us here on Viewpoint today. His uh, CV, that is Curriculum Vitae, is 29 pages long. I don't intend to go through any one of those pages because his Curriculum Vitae, that is CV, 
his uh, history and his expertise speaks for itself. So, Peter, I consider you as a trial lawyer here, uh, having conducted many trials from coast to coast, I consider you an expert witness without further examination. How's that? Yes. Generally, despite my sometimes threatening views, that's what happens in court. I've been, <laughs> I've been approved in court over 100 times in the United States and Canada talking about the drug companies who were key to a lot of this, uh-huh. talking about the FDA and its collusion with the drug companies, also talking about malpractice by physicians and hospitals, but also these larger issues. Uh-huh. So, uh Well, you have a mega book here. You have a mega book here. Uh, in fact, it's very seldom that I receive a book uh, that has had three introductions to it by notable people, uh, such as Dr. Peter McCullough, uh, Dr. Elizabeth Lee Villette, and uh, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko. Uh, these fellows, these, this lady, has stood out boldly over the past two years to uh, stand up against the waves of globalism swept in by uh, Klaus Schwab, by uh, Joe Biden, by uh, John Kerry, and by uh, Pfizer, J&J, Moderna, and the likes of them, hasn't he? Yes, yes. I'll add only one brief additional comment about the book. It also has a generous endorsement from a very different person, Bobby Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who is, uh, you know, neither, as far as I know, God-oriented or conservative, Mm -hmm. and had his own book come out, which is a good book on uh, the real Anthony Fauci. Well, I have that book right next to me. (laughs) uh, He actually endorsed us, saying that we have the book that gives the lowdown the real view of the criminal conspiracy, the overview of what's behind it all. So we've been very blessed with um, tremendous support for the book, and now we can you know, talk more about the issues. Um, yeah. <clears throat> there's uh, so many different threads we can pull on here. You gave a tremendous summary. I thought it's a part time you were reading from the book because it's such a close summary some of the summary sections of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, uh, I think, go ahead. What we're looking at here, uh, y- your book is so uh, vast in its implications and applications, uh, over 600 pages. Uh, so to distill the implications of that uh, for in, in the next 45 minutes is going to be a supreme challenge. And so we've got to you know keep right on the track here First of all, I'd like to know, and I'm sure our listeners would like to know, was there any particular unique event or discovery that caused you to uh, launch into writing this book? Well, there definitely was. Uh, We knew we would really uh, be going up against uh, perhaps the most powerful forces in the world, and we'd already been up against the drug companies, and that was life-threatening, literally, and they, they did all the things they're doing now against the COVID doctors. Uh-huh. They, but this was in the 90s. You know, they tried to take my license away, and we just won victory after victory. They ended up apologizing for going after my license. Because they, I was attacked by for uh, 
remarks I made on Oprah Winfrey, freedom of speech, and mm. Oprah was outraged and backed me up and so on. So we go back and <clears throat> we've had a much older now. I'm, I'm going to be 86 on May 11th. Wow. My wife is in her early 71, I think. And uh, uh, we uh, we just weren't didn't know how much, we weren't retired, but how much we wanted to get into everything. And then Ginger, who's a great researcher, came up with a 2015 article, a scientific article, published five years before COVID. And it just ripped to shreds all the nonsense we were hearing. Uh, first of all, Anthony Fauci claims that the, mm-hmm. no one, you know, nobody was making COVID viruses in labs and that. Uh, all right, we're going to have to pick up. We're going to have to pick up on the rest of that after this break. Hang in there. Keep that on your mind. We'll be right back, friends, with our guest, Peter Bragan, M.D. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Dr. Peter Peter Bragan uh, has told us in his book, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, that uh, the reason we are predators uh, or being uh, (laughs) praise of the predators is that uh, people have died from the government interfering with their access to early and effective treatments uh, concerning uh, covid that health professors, especially frontline doctors, were persecuted and prohibited from providing their patients with life-saving treatments, and uh, individuals became sicker and died uh, because of these things, uh, and on and on and on. He has a list of about 30 uh, cr- churchgoers deprived of their spiritual sustenance and community, uh, children not able to go to school, people not able to go to work, uh, and so on. These are all the fallout uh, showing that we are the prey of global predators. Now, the the question here, uh, Doctor, is that to use the term global predators implies a great deal about the motivations and intentions of those that you are calling predators. Because a predator intentionalizes preying, doesn't he? Sure. Yeah. All all this was purposely set up to engorge the wealthy with more money, to give them more power, to work with institutions like the UN, the World Health Organization, Communist Chinese Party, all of whom are hungry for more and more power. Uh, And uh, I want to point out that one of the things you didn't mention in this litany is that the... um, Vaccines, the so-called vaccines, which are not, they're really making us into GMO people. Mm-hmm. The, the vaccines are um, killing large numbers of people. The average report to the uh, CDC for deaths from vaccines per year hovers around um, 100. 
Well, that number was reached just about on the first day uh, for just one vaccine, and that that was the 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 initial the initial COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. I talk up around thirty thousand reports now, and that probably represents several hundred thousand actual events because. And I'm an expert in this area. Doctors don't report, uh, generally speaking, uh, adverse harms to their patients. And they're really trying to avoid it now. This They get punished for even suggesting the um, vaccines aren't perfect. So if we're getting 30,000 or so reports from mostly medical health people. You're talking about a catastrophe that is being ignored by the CDC. And all that led us to conclude, uh, based also on the scientific literature, that they knew so well what they were doing in advance, that they had planned it and they wanted it. And uh, just briefly returning to what I was saying before about finding this paper. Mm -hmm. In this paper, we found out five years ahead of time that the U.S. government was collaborating with China making SARS-CoV viruses in both the Wuhan lab and the labs at North Carolina uh, with uh, at the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were supporting the Chinese Communist Wuhan Institute in doing this, and that what was essentially being made were weapons. These are pandemic weapons. So we were committing treason. Fauci was committing treason because he was funding these things and working with the Chinese on them, and they have a covert war against us literally a, a war. They just don't announce mm-hmm. it. We don't want to admit it. And furthermore, we knew from the initial study that uh, they couldn't make vaccines. The COVID-19 was morphed much, much too much. They had to know that too. So they were just going to make tons of money on a second, third, fourth, fifth. They knew that in advance because we knew it from the research. We knew that old people given the vaccine would be very, very vulnerable because so were uh, the animals that were older or impaired. And we also knew that uh, if you got COVID-19, then you were not going to be fully protected by the vaccine. Um, And in fact, if you got the vaccine on top of it, it might kill you. We gave all these warnings out in March 2020 and uh, and, uh, Trump, Donald Trump, we knew people in the Trump circle. We got our video and our our um, report to to the Trump family, and uh, in two days, Trump canceled the um, funding of China. Nobody's heard about that because it won't get covered. But so we knew from the beginning we were doing something from our years of work. And you know, I had twenty more published books, five of them co-edited by Ginger, and seventy scientific articles. Most of them looking at that at, at things like well, in medicine laws, fraud in medicine and the drug companies and mm-hmm. so so mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. But I want to take a minute and address your audience because what we found out about the predators, uh, Christians will understand, but few other people are going to willingly accept it. And even a lot of Christians walk at it because they are evil human beings. Mm-hmm. And they do conspire just like all people in power have conspired. Otherwise, we wouldn't need anti-monopoly laws or actually uh, criminal conspiracy laws. Right. Mm -hmm. So don't let anybody give you this nonsense of 
about uh, conspiracy theories. Conspiracies are very real. It's how it's how people organize themselves, and if they're bad, they do harm. We call it, and they hide it. We call it a, a conspiracy. But if you look at the kinds of people who have been supporting this whole thing, and in the book I show how they support it, you look at Michael Bloomberg, a former mayor of New York, a Bill and Hillary uh, Clinton, mm-hmm. Henry Kissinger, the Chinese who are working with these people, all the heads of the big tech companies, all the top U.S. billionaires. We started looking at all these people and tracing them. First of all, we found that all of them, without exception that we found, there may be some exceptions, are tied to the communist Chinese, are making money with them, taking advantage of the corruption and lack of regulation in the country and the ability to just buy your way in. And the fact they'll buy you like they bought the Hunter uh, right. Biden and his dad. So it's not yeah. just Hunter Biden. This is an American uh, phenomenon where we're willing to virtually sell our soul and our country for uh, a mess of uh, financial pottage. Yes. None of those people put America first. None of them. None of those people have a strong identification with America rather than with their global aims. And that includes the former president, Bill and Hillary, I mean, Henry Kissinger, gosh, bless him, he's still around. He's doing business with China. And it gets a bit even more unfortunate because when we looked at the conferences that were anti-Trump and Mm pro-China, much of American business happily went there to celebrate after Trump lost. They, They got together with Bill Gates and they got together with Tony Blair and the Prime Minister of England and the Reserve Bank of India and McDonald's and IBM and MasterCard and FedEx, all these big companies, they are all globalists. Now, I can't say one by one. Those executives are, like these other people I've mentioned by name, godless, not patriotic, and predatory, but they certainly were joining in at the feasting of Trump being defeated. Mm -hmm. And most people... You normal folks, they cannot accept that behind the scenes there are these people with bad intentions. They really think they're misguided or that they're this or they're that, but they don't. It's just hard for somebody who, who is a good, basically good person, which is like you know, probably 90%, 95% of people, really good people. They're working hard. They try not to lie. They make mistakes. They feel remorse. They feel other human beings are valuable. These people have no concept, which comes from the Judeo-Christian experience and which comes from our founding fathers and mothers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that human beings are to be treasured, human beings are to have rights. Nothing in the globalist agenda. You can read and read and read. You will never find an under God. You'll never find a, let's support the democratic republics of the world. You'll mm-hmm. find them saying, that the democratic republics of the world, led at the time by Trump, were the biggest impediment to globalism. Exactly. So I just I want to give folks a real sense of this. I, from the way you talk, I suspect they get a pretty good sense already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to bring you on as an expert witness here 
because you have done such a fantastic job of weaving so many of these things together from a different viewpoint. I don't have the MB, MB, excuse me, MD behind my name. I do have a JD behind my name. And uh, so together we can do our JD and MD and translate uh, all of this to our listeners here today. Friends, this book uh, is well worth your getting a hold of, uh, COVID-19 and the Global Predators and Why We Are the Prey. It is a, uh, it's on our website, $27. Uh, this is substanti- a substantial book, friends. A very substantial book, and it's backed up. Uh, it's going to be very helpful to an awful lot of our listeners. $27, we'll put it in your hands. It's on our website, saveus.org. That's saveus.org. You can call us at 1-800-SAVE-USA. That's 1-800-SAVE-USA. Or write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, two. Three two five five. Writing a check at five dollars for postage and handling. Now, a lot of people, uh, Peter, might say, "Well, you know, this idea of globalism and and a one world order and all of that—that's just conspiracy theory." But what they don't realize is that all of that concept leads us back to the book of Daniel in the Old Testament, and uh, Daniel uh, talked about this kind of uh, final world government uh, that most identify as a resurrected Roman government. The whole Western world is a resurrected Rome for all purposes, uh, all practical purposes, and that this ultimate one world government coming together would virtually enslave the people, and out of it would come a, uh, a leader referred to in the book of Daniel as the little horn, referred to in the New Testament as the Antichrist. And uh, I think people, people have a very hard time realizing that this kind of thing that has been talked about and proposed going back 2,500, 2,700 years is now taking place right in front of their eyes. That's kind of shocking, isn't it? Yes, it is, and um, there's just no question that uh, that with or without those predictions, the uh, human community has been forever falling under the power of uh, empire. Mm-hmm. It's an empire. The globalism is an empire, and if you look at how empires behave, they uh, they're one through conspiracy. Their major threat is the conspiracies within them that's going to shoot, kill their list, kill them and replace them. It's all about conspiring to, to take a very evil power over people. And as you said, make them slaves, make them serfs, make them dutiful citizens, whatever the concept is. It changes from empire to empire. And it is uh, a fact of humanity and Americans have had it so soft and the Europeans have grown so stupid that they <laughs> just don't want to admit what's going on. Yeah. And uh, another part of it is the, the recognition of the role of communist China in this. And a lot of people don't realize there is an official religion identified in China. It's atheism. Mm-hmm. They're really in your face about it. Yes. 
and they're of course anti-Christian. Uh, they they do allow a certain amount of Christian uh, worship there, but they as uh, long as you incorporate uh, uh, Xi Jinping as the the leader of it, and don't say anything or read anything out of the Bible that uh, would seem <laughs> yeah. to contradict the communist line. Yeah. Yes, you well, you just can't do that. It can't contradict the communist line. And Xi Jinping is a key figure in many of the globalist conferences, the top globalist conferences he appears. Um, Klaus Schwab, um, at the start of the uh, Trump presidency, um, had Trump speak there, and he had Xi Jinping speak there. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, uh, Xi, Xi Jinping gets up and gives a fake speech about world peace when all he wants is to cave in the, the powerful West and, and be the empire. <laughs> so we've got to be really aware that yeah. um, there is actually one very powerful man. And the I think the, I think the, uh, the rest of the global predators... Who go to China. We're going to have to bring, we're going to have to focus in on that after this break. Hold that thought. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, SaveUS.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, saveus.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived. Save America Ministries website at saveus.org. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chrismar. Our special guest today, Dr. Peter Bregan, uh, with his book, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, uh, declaring we are the prey. Uh, this is uh, available. This book is available on our website, saveus.org. $27 will put it in your hands. Uh, or you can give us a call at 1-800-SAVE-USA, 1-800-SAVE-USA, or write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. Again, writing a check at $5 for postage and handling. Now, uh, getting back to you, Peter, you were going to talk about a man who uh, was standing head and shoulders above others with regard to this uh, globalistic move. Yes, well, it's the, you know, it's the emperor of China, Xi Jinping. He loves Mao, and he loves the emperors of the past in China, especially the most violent, totalitarian, suppressive emperors that they had. And he would love to turn the world into that. And he's really working his way in that direction. And I think what the global predators like um, uh, Jeff Bezos and uh, Bill and Melinda Gates and Zuckerberg and all those folks, what they don't realize, Larry Page and so on, Steve Ballmer, they don't realize that um, Xi Jinping has no respect for them. 
even though they have money and they come and spend right. it in China. He just uses them. He's just using them. That's right. And when, mm-hmm. and when they succeed in weakening America, which for many of them is their home country, when they succeed in weakening us enough, we will have a, 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 an empire of communist Chinese. Mm-hmm. And um, so, the, I mean, it's just a terribly ironic thing. And yeah. we really need, we really need as the, as Americans, as people who believe in God, believe in freedom, believe in patriotism, believe in treasuring every human being, mm-hmm. born and unborn, just treasuring human life. We are the opposite of this entire huge globalist establishment, and we stand in the way of them, and they are very terrified of us. They, they're censoring us, threatening us, locking us up whenever they can. Well, that's why they we, had to come against Donald Trump, because exactly. he said uh, you know, his motto was, make America great again. And they said, you've got to be kidding me. No, we're trying to take America down so it could be exactly. merged in a new global order in a one world government. And uh, we can't let this guy get by with this. We've got to take him down. Well, that's exactly right. Most people don't realize that that Trump was actively uh, campaigning against globalism. Mm -hmm. There's this Koch family that's uh, very wealthy that's been supporting a lot of the Republicans and some of the conservatives. And um, uh, he uh, he wasn't going to support Trump. And Trump confronted him in public in in his usual way. He said, you know, the Kochs are really they're good people. But they're globalists, and they are. They're yeah. not going to put America first. I don't want their support, and I don't need their support. I mean, he came out and said something like that. It had to put chills down the spines of everybody, from Xi Jinping on through Bill Gates and Fauci and Schwab. Really? Got them just busy, busy. And uh, I think there's a. I think that one of the strongest arguments for the for the uh, purposeful release at that moment in China of this virus. And then the perp- we know whether or not that was purposeful, we know the purposeful spreading of it by denying its um, virulence, mm-hmm. by colluding with who to not tell people about the dangers, and then sending uh, several hundred thousand passengers uh, most of them not Americans, back from China to the U.S., um, spreading the disease at our major cities and L.A. and New York and so on, that that was all purposeful. And uh, Trump finally stopping what limited uh, traffic he could by saying, well, the, I have the power to forbid direct flights in from China, doing that against every single advisor. Mm-hmm which tells you something profound about the deep state and the fact the trouble or difficulty, whatever he was getting. Right. It also tells you something about his willing to stand against the evil of our day uh, and having done all to stand to stand, uh, no matter what the assaults that were coming against him, both personally, financially and politically. Well, unfortunately, in so many of us, you know, we love to talk about it, but it really tells us that no one man is perfect and there's no one man's going to save us. We have to do it together. You know, he caved in eventually mm-hmm. to the global predators around the whole idea of the vaccine. Yes, he did. Was, was their major tool 
That's the devil's tool. Inject you, get you to take this bizarre vaccine that is actually getting your RNA to work against you to produce the Chinese um, uh, spike protein in your own body, your own mitochondria, in your in your ovaries, your testes, your brain, wherever it goes, to, to literally make the disease in your body. Um, and then hoping that it's somehow going to work out right when the uh, antibodies uh, come and respond, and knowing that it had a history of killing animals in study after study, right up to 2020. We got a study in the book 2020 warning not to give it to humans. It was so bad for animals. Yeah. So they knew all of this. That's, that was the hardest part for me in Jim was to say, no, this is all, there's nothing here that's not purposeful. All this stuff that looks crazy, giving it to the children. In other words, you have a scientific and medical conscience. And they didn't. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, they had no conscience. That's, that's, it was all about money and it was all about the pursuit of globalism. And Klaus Schwab says, we're going to seize this moment with COVID-19 to use it as a tool to catapult the world even more rapidly toward the new world order and set it for 2030 for its conclusion. Yes, and they especially dislike people uh, who listen to this station and talk like me. And if you if you listen to what Bill or Hillary has say over the years or or what the, the Fauci's the views are of the American people, uh, or Bill Gates's, they despise everyone except their own elite. They probably despise each other, but they despise openly the rest of the world. Most of them have a theory about culling people, you know, getting the, getting the, the costly people out of the way, which is one of the goals of the vaccine. See, the vaccine was perfect. People say, well, why would the Chinese release the vaccine in their own country? Well, if you know anything about the Chinese, you know they don't care how many billions they kill. And there's a famous Chinese saying that um, kill uh, 350 million people and you uh, depopulate the United States, kill 350 million Chinese, and we don't miss it. Mm-hmm. And they... Um, the Chinese have killed the uh, Mao killed probably a hundred million of his mostly his own people. In other words, and life doesn't count for them; only power. That's right. In fact, they kind of despise life, and they certainly despise individualism. They despise uh, religious or spiritual conviction. Mm-hmm. Um, they despise anything that stands against their power. Um, All right. Well, I have a question for you. Uh, You mentioned Bill and Melinda Gates. They're divorced now, but they have this foundation. And uh, why is it that a guy like Bill Gates and or Melinda Gates would devote their billions and billions of dollars to vaccinate the world and even to the point now of creating a nanodot uh, treatment that would enable not just a vaccine of uh, for medical purposes, but for economic purposes to control the whole world without uh, 
uh, with, with digital money, all through one vaccine-type application. Why would they want to do that if they weren't sold out to a new world global order? Well, they're, they're sold out to uh, controlling other human beings. It's an obsession with these people. Some of them are so wealthy, it really probably isn't much about the money. The money is just the power. And just having the money in the bill in the in the foundation gives them huge power. They don't even have to. They don't need more cars or buy better scarves or something. So when the money goes into SEPI, which is one of their foundations, or the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, um, they get power without ever spending money directly on themselves. And if the foundation gets to be twice as big as it was, probably at least twice as much power getting people to do what they want by making loans, giving money to them, depending on the foundation, how it works. So this is a power thing. And um, I think that what, 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 what twisted human beings most desire, whether it's serial killers or Hitler or Stalin or, or Mao or Bill Gates or Schwab, what they most desire is power over other human beings. There's something that, that, uh, you know, if you can't face your own mortality, your own limits, if you can't take comfort in believing that there's a loving God and a purpose to the world, and you're just dealing with your own human limits, your fears, your terrors, your loneliness, um, and you don't, you don't have these moral restraints for whatever mm-hmm. reason, from childhood, or because of your own decisions or whatever else, it is very easy to get huge gratification out of even torturing and killing other people. And that's happened in many empires. I mean, if you look at the, the Aztec empire, which, mm-hmm. which, uh, which the Spanish confronted and, and set their minds on converting, um, they they would murder thousands of people a day, literally cut out their hearts in celebration of the death god. It's amazing the uh, the gravity of poverty of spirit that uh, can come upon a human being when you're not fearing God and you're not uh, seeking to obey Him as a loving God. We'll be right back with uh, Peter Bregan after this. His book, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, on our website, saveus.org. We'll be right back. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church.
Much of this that we're talking about here today did not begin in 2019 or 2020. It began in 2017. In 2017, there was uh, a very well laid out plan or scheme foretold that indeed there would be this global pandemic. So did this come upon us suddenly at the end of 2019 or the first part of 2020 as the uh, news media have given us the impression? Apparently not. Apparently it was calculated. It was well understood. This was going to be necessary in order to achieve the globalist intentions and uh, objectives. And uh, that's a very scary thing, isn't it, Peter? Yes, it certainly, certainly is. Um, and uh, and also, it's almost separate to achieve the purposes of the communist Chinese, because they're a bit separate from the global predators. The global predators are kind of beggars at their door, almost, in terms of how much they go. They're stucking up to Xi Jinping and uh-huh. getting business. He, even Bill Gates, you know, he, he's an honor. He's been honored by Xi Jinping. Um I wanted to, in, in line with, you know, the degree of evil and why would China release the virus on its, its own um, people, um, this may help people understand, and I haven't seen anybody else talk about this. The major economic issue from demographics or population in China is they have killed off, uh, you know, their their own children in large numbers because they had a one one-child policy right. for many years, then a two-child policy. So this ends up with multiple abortions and, and, and early year killing, I'm sure. And uh, Well, that's why they have an excess of 200 million men. That's right. And old people. See, that's the real key. Mm-hmm. They have so many old people and not enough reproduced children to support them. So a virus that would leave young people untouched and kill off old people is a boon to the Chinese communist economy and and politics. Mm. And the other part of it, I've actually found an article by the Communist Party in China talking about this, they got a lot more power, got a stronger grip on the nation through the COVID-19. They're still doing it. They're still humiliating the Chinese people more and more. We've heard rumors there making people kill their dogs so they don't spread the disease, which is uh, that's ridiculous. And But they're just doing everything they can to use it to, to, to suppress their people. And that's what COVID-19 is about. It's totally about this. And by the way, I do in the book track it back earlier than 2017. The, mm-hmm. um, the actual writing of the... Uh, um, the market plan was 2015-16, but in 2010, they announced the uh, year, the decade of vaccines, and so that's the public send-off. Maybe it started, might have started years earlier, mm-hmm. and they've got Fauci there, they've got um, Klaus Schwab there, and it's announced at the, the, the World Health uh, Forum at uh, Davos. So you've got it right there 10 years earlier in 2000 um, in, in 2010 and um, then in 2012 by then they've lobbied the UN enough that there's a UN resolution favoring the year of the vaccines 
and favoring this very fascist combination of the UN, which is supposed to be this progressive, you know, almost communist organization, working closely with big industry represented by Bill Gates. And then they make a special agreement with Klaus Schwab just before the uh, 2019, uh, 1920 events, which we have not been able to get a hold of. We, don't, we know mm-hmm. it's there, but we have not been able to find it at a that special arrangement they made, but it's been bragged about by Schwab. So we're talking about something that as a real serious uh, organized assault on humanity was being already planned enough in 2010 to announce it. But it goes back, of course, a long way. Some people trace this thing back, if you just want to look politically rather than religiously, trace it back to the difference between the American Revolution, people need to realize this, and the French Revolution, which started the year that the uh, Constitution was uh, right. ratified. The American Revolution was to protect the freedom of free people. Right. It didn't. It didn't callously murder. It didn't. Um, it didn't uh, set up anything that was radically different. Um, they wanted the freedom they had, and the Constitution they set up was to protect individual rights. And it was based on Judeo-Christian principles. Mm -hmm. Well, the very year that it's ratified in 1789, French Revolution breaks out with the storming of the Bastille. And what do they do? They kill all the rich people. They kill as many of the priests as they can. They declare atheism. A lot like communist China, they they go... uh, after the landowners, eventually they even change. They even change the days of the week and the months. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They, they they created bloody chaos, and then when that was about to, you know, that was killing off them so much. They, the, you know, they got a dictator in Napoleon who then tried to inflict their version of freedom on all of Europe until he was defeated at Waterloo. So. There's this big difference between this progressive so-called human rights approach, which since you can't define the human rights, people define it who are leading the thing. They'd make anything they want out of it versus the God-given rights of the life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, and also property, because mm-hmm. that is very much a part of the uh, of the, the constitutionalist thinking. Right. Jefferson didn't put it in. I think he didn't want people to say, uh, you know, you know, get into a debate about slaves with him. So they they avoided the property word, but but that that that's what it's about: life, liberty, and property. And then they put in the pursuit of happiness. And very very conservative document. It took me a long time to understand this. Long time. Well, that's fascinating, and you certainly have a broader perspective on things than uh, most medical doctors out there. Uh, most of them just uh, listen to the uh, propaganda coming from Fauci or the CDC and uh, say it must be gospel, so I'm going to do what it says. They're like uh, just like little automatons, yeah. uh, puppets, and they don't yeah. think. They're not thinking, and uh, so people will say, well, my doctor told me. Yeah, yeah. what did your doctor know about it? Well, he heard it from the CDC. Well, where did the CDC get it? From Dr. Fauci. <laughs> you know, right. uh, it, it's a, it's a very dangerous thing. It? You know, people think Fauci is this powerful, all-important person. 
I mean, he is in the fiefdom of America. But where does Fauci get it from? Because he's just a local mafia person in the White House. And I mean, in you know, in, in his institute, because mm-hmm. he is just doing what all the globalists want of him, and yeah. including the communists. He kowtows to the communists. You see the latest thing that the, that they protected the the communists from. Uh, from the world learning very rapidly that the uh, that the um, uh, car, the SARS-CoV had come from their labs mm-hmm. because in March of 2020 the communists noticed that one of their researchers had put up some data on a, right. uh, on a public database about the, the and Fauci hit it genome yeah yep what was it's 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 sickening when you think. Uh, you, you think of a medical doctor in the medical profession, do no harm. I mean, that's that's the hypocritical, I mean, Hippocratic oath. But it has been completely maligned and become the hypocritical oath uh, in the face of purposes and agendas, uh, including the new world order or globalistic agenda that is deemed to be so supreme and so important that all other values must fall before it. That's what I see happening. Absolutely. And, you know, medicine is becoming so bureaucratized. Mm-hmm. I'm in private practice. I still see patients. It's, um, I mean, all the rules, the regulations for a regular medical doctor to practice on his own, it's not affordable. Yeah, it's I unbelievable. And that's why they're being bought out by hospitals that's and right. uh, turned into big mega organizations. It's it's like the whole medical profession is becoming a giant Walmart. And folks, this is planned. And they even talk about the methods of the planning. They call it nudging. So first, they give you one regulation, then they give you another. Mm-hmm. And they know that they'll be allowed to do this for years, and they've been doing it to us for years. And the CDC has been one of the primary. Um, instigators of inflicting regulations on uh, the medical profession when it's uh, very questionable. I mean, I don't think there's anything, any legislation that allows it to tell us what to do, but the CDC tells us what to do, and traditionally and partly legislated, the FDA doesn't tell doctors what to do with drugs like hydroxychloroquine. Every doctor's free to treat in some way, um, uh, you know, his patients, if, they, if people think he's a fraud, they've got the medical society to go to. They, they don't go to the FDA. They go to a medical society or, or they go to uh, hire, hire, hire me and you for malpractice suits. But now the FDA has assumed that power, the CDC, and even Fauci telling doctors how they can treat their patients. And this is, this is such a profound interference with human relationships with the doctor-patient relationship, with all that's good. Of life itself. It's contravening life itself. Yes. All sense of community, uh, all sense of how God created human beings to function, and actually eventually turning us into humanist machines and uh, the, the ultimate goal being transhumanism, and that's where it's all going. Uh, the head, the CEO of BlackRock, which is uh, the world's largest investment firm with $10 trillion in assets. Uh, it has a, at least partial ownership in almost every single major corporation in the world. Oh, yeah. Said uh, the, the president, uh, Mr. Fink, said that uh, 
We have to work harder. All the corporations, the medicine, everybody has to work harder, as he said, to force people to change their behaviors, to force people to change their behaviors, force them to change their behaviors for what reason? Well, that's the real issue. It's in order to be able to set out the new world order, the new global order. We're living in pretty scary times, aren't we? We are, but, you know, there's also an invitation. I mean, we're, we have the privilege of being selected uh, to be here at a time that we are really needed by God and humanity yeah. to stand up for liberty. So I try to view it as an, it's like a privilege to be born now, find the courage and to participate. And I can tell folks, I would, you probably know this, folks, but... Uh, I, I work with, you know, in, my wife and I, we have, we're connected to innumerable, hundreds, God knows, probably millions of uh, communicate with us one way or another, listen to us, and almost all of them are Christians, mm-hmm. and serious Christians. Many of them are uh, church-going Christians, uh-huh. even though they're doctors and lawyers and people like that. And that it is Christianity which is going to make or break America in the next several years. And America was founded on the Judeo-Christian principle. And that's coming from a man, a doctor, who is a Jew. Absolutely. And I'm so fed up with my fellow Jews, most of them, for just wanting to assimilate so badly that they've become progressives and they don't know what's going on in the world. Mm. But... um, we do have me there, and we've got Zev Zelenko, who is the bravest of us all. When I right. interviewed him on my TV radio show, by the way, you want to find out about our TV radio show and the stuff we're doing, Bregan.com is our basic website, Bregan.com. All right, Bregan and is B-R-E-G-G-I-N.com. Yeah, Here we are, Doctor, right at the end, and uh, you and I uh, are seeing things so much uh, alike. I appreciate it so much, your transparency there, uh, even toward the end here, talking about uh, the link that uh, you're making with the Christian community and and how they're responding. Friends, the book is COVID-19 and the Global Predators, and uh, it's $27 on our website, saveus.org. Call us, 1-800-SAVE-USA, write to us, and become a partner. Don't wait for the other guy to do it, friends, because he's not doing it. We've got to get these messages out before it's too late. Who knows but what you are called to the kingdom for such a time as this. God bless. Be a blessing. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home. 